Hey, Action Shelf listeners, before we jump into the show itself, we want to tell you about how you can get even more action in your life. Mm. <laughs> that appeals to more you. Action, more action, you more say, More action, John. you say, yes. If you go over to our Podbean patron page, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup, you can listen to Lisman and I watch, what's this? Good action movies. Good action movies, you say? That's right, a change of pace. We thought behind the paywall, let's give people something of quality. So And give us something of quality. I know, it's such know? a pleasure to do that. So twice a month, you and I will be doing commentary tracks that you can download for uh, yes. good action movies, all kinds of awesome mm. stuff from a lot of our heroes like John Woo. And uh, we've done stuff from the John Wick franchise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the guys we never get to talk about on here. Yeah, so you, stuff we legitimately love and uh, love to share with with you you all. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to that uh, as as well as other cool exclusive content from the Punch Up Entertainment Network shows. Uh, once again, the address for that is patron.podbean.com/slash/punchup. And now into the action. The action show. Welcome to the Action Shelf, the podcast celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman. Yes. We... <laughs> yes. Um, hello. Hello. Uh, we, we come to the end of... Boy, what a journey we've been on this last month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At some point in the month, we flew too close to the sun. And our wax wings melted. And I think here we are hurtling toward well, it's like Earth. We got to walking tall. Yeah. And that was too good. So yeah. we had to have some stuff balance that out. Yes. Um, this isn't the worst movie we watched this month. No, this is a this is definitely a uh, if you're looking at the EKG, it blips up here, you know, yes. like yeah. uh, for from the condemned, which was god awful. Just uh, nothing. There was nothing likable about that. Mm -mm. This movie, we're talking about 2009's. 12 rounds yes uh, it's it's our it's our sandwich of cena this month we bookended the month with, with cena, cena films yes um and i feel like i have right off the bat the same thing to say which is criminal use of cena once again yes yeah Super he does have more lines in this movie than he, he has more lines but it in no way uses his acting ability his humor or no. charm in any interesting manner no absolutely not it's i terrible. can't describe his character in this movie at all other than Super Cop, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Meet the cop who can't, can't be stopped. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he plays Detective Danny Fisher. Not, right off the bat, John Cena does not strike me as a Danny. Not really. And <laughs> I could, it, before you said that, I would, gun to my head, I would not be able to recite what his character's name was. Danny Fisher. Danny Fisher. I can because I know the the... I'm going to say it. The saving grace of this movie is Aiden Gillen. Is the villain, I think. You think so? Oh, I thought... I th Yeah. He's... I didn't think he was very good in this movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I disagree. I mean, 
It's a terrible part, but I think... It, yes. Aiden uh, Gillen's I, a fantastic actor who I think is really hamming it up as I best mean, he can. I mean, he is. I, I, I am... I'm always hesitant to judge a performance on and completely rest that upon the shoulders of the actor themselves. Oh God! I think the script did him real dirty. Oh no! And question I don't about think that. I don't think there is anything that could have saved. That, maybe maybe that it's role. not. Maybe maybe saving grace is the wrong term. I should say, mm-hmm. but like he's the best actor in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just boy. Boy. Boy, if you want to talk about who gets done dirty, it's Ashley Scott. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> who we liked in Walking. She Paul. was pretty good. Yeah. She, I think she's a good actor. Yes. Yes. Um, but Jesus Christ, in this, she's. I mean, if you she's thought good. she didn't do enough in that movie, she does nothing in this no. movie. She no. is basically a prop in this yep. movie. Yes. And that's, that's pretty much how the WWE view women. I think. Yeah, I, I will say the the. The one thing is they never ever parade around in lingerie. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the that's best the low thing bar, I can say that's about that's the low it. bar that has been established. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, the Aiden Gillen. I found him. Now I'm a huge fan of this guy's. I sure. love Aiden Gillen. I think he's a great actor. What what other stuff has he been in, John? Oh, he was on a little show called The Wire. <laughs> it's a pretty good show. Pretty good. And then yeah. he went from that to Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't think I've heard of that one, though. Oh, uh, it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's in Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've never seen the Maze Runner franchise, but he's in those. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, big time where he's on uh, Mayor of Kingstown, the Jeremy Renner show. Okay. Um, really good Irish actor. I, I also will say I like that they let him be Irish. Yes. They let him yes. use his real accent, which yes. is kind of nice. Um, although, I mean, once again, he, uh, he's the... Oh, inter- right. He's the bad guy in Shanghai Nights. I don't remember that at all. I don't really <laughs> I just, remember the film very well. I just remembered it because of this here. But yes, I immediately have loved this guy since The Wire because I'm a huge fan of that show. Well, now, now I feel like I need to watch something <laughs> that he's good in just he's... to like offset that because I had su- I had such a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, and he was movie. just in a movie I highly recommend uh, called Those Who Wish Me Dead. It's a oh, really good yeah. action movie, and he's the bad guy in that. He was on Peaky Blinders. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch that movie. So something you equivalent. Watch, so you it's, should Those Who Wish Me Dead. I recommend. Yeah, maybe I'll watch that one That's, to really uh, get a good sense of Angelina Jolie and John Bernthal, who stars mm. that. And he's the bad guy in it. Okay, gotcha. He and Nicholas Holt are the bad guys on that. Oh, cool. Really good. Yeah. Anyway, Aiden Gillen, great actor. So maybe I'm bringing some of my just already fandom for this guy too. Yes. Um, and also, but I will say it is like, man, he is. Because I here's here's my my full reaction to this. Okay. This movie, this movie isn't horrible, but what it is is a assemblage of pieces of other better movies. Yes. Because I, the whole time I was watching, I'm going. This is, I mean, it is just exactly the plot of Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes. It is the almost the exact same plot yes. as that movie. Yes, yes. Uh, off the bat, but it's also got a whole lot of speed in mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, there's a whole <laughs> section that I wrote down that says, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, a.k.a. Speed the Movie. That's round seven. <laughs> yeah, it's speed. Uh, yeah. And it's from one of the producers of Speed. Is that the makes a lot of sense. Place. And the director of Die Hard 2. I've completely forgot about that fact. Yeah. This comes from Rennie Harlan, once great action filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Rennie Harlan for a second because yeah. I was a huge Rennie Harlan fan in his early days mm-hmm. when he made uh, the aforementioned Die Hard 2, which, mm-hmm. I, which I like quite a bit. 
Uh, he also made uh, a movie I fucking love, Cliffhanger, with Stallone. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, another yeah. one of my favorite action movies, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then trouble starts around the time he makes Deep Blue Sea. Ooh, that yeah. movie. Yep, 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 yep. That's the one with the intelligent sharks, right? Yes, that oh, is, boy. yeah. They're trying to cure Alzheimer's by putting human brain cells in sharks. Yeah, that tracks. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, then he makes, do you remember Driven? Vaguely. Also with Stallone, that's a race car movie and one of Stallone's worst. And that's movies. Uh, the sequel to Drive, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that oh, driven my out. Oh, we might do that on this show because that is Sylvester Stallone and Burt Reynolds Ooh. in a in a race car movie. Ooh, yeah, yeah. vroom vroom vroom. Oh yeah. Uh, and then uh, kind of descends into this. He does the Exorcist prequel. Uh, okay, Exorcist: The Beginning great title famously terrible <laughs> uh and then this and then he pretty much goes into director's jail for a while after this and it's a lot of uh i think that's fair he directs a lot of burn notice which is good but it's like back to tv pe- oh i love burn notice yeah. but like it goes back to tv and then he comes back with the legend of hercules what is that uh it's a movie it's a very cheap uh oh shit we may have to do this let's <laughs> Scott Adkins plays the bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Scott, hell yeah. Scott Adkins in a in a Hercules movie. Absolutely, gotta watch that. Yes, but that was a very cheap and forgotten movie. <sighs> then he did Skip Trace, which is a Jackie Chan Johnny Knoxville buddy comedy. Okay, well we, we Johnny Knoxville has proven that he could be a great. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was kid. well received. I don't think it's either one of their faults. Yeah, and then he just did a movie with a with our our, our beloved Pierce Brosnan. <gasps> Called the Misfits. That's like a heist movie, but I also heard was terrible. Okay, well, you that's know. Pierce Brosnan and Nick Cannon. Okay, yeah, that should uh, tell you a lot. Right. So, um, uh, okay. yeah. yeah, he's anyway. But he's how does Nick Cannon have time to be in a film? He, well, because he's too busy having kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh oh, his he's he just finished a film coming out later this year with Aaron Eckhart. Action shall fave oh, Aaron yeah. Eckhart. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's in between uh, siring child number <laughs> 25 and 26. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Rennie Harlan, not Nick Cannon. Oh, okay. Rennie Harlan's new direct- film he directed is. Okay, gotcha. Uh, with, uh, yes. Let's uh, be clear here. Uh, Rennie Harlan is not fathering a bunch of uh, children. No. As no, far as we know. No. He was briefly married to Gina Davis, though. Oh, well. Then. When they made Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, a great actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say... Uh, uh, bad move to not still be married to her but that's, that's... <laughs> might not have been his choice yeah yeah anyway this is i will say though i think Lorenny harlan can be a good director i think this movie is, looks awful yeah i thought the visuals yes. were really it, number one that camera needs to calm down oh my god well this is uh i was telling maggie this is like prime like born uh, you know uh, mm. post born mm-hmm. action movie syndrome where like everything is shaky even if it's doesn't make sense yeah but i was thinking about born i was also thinking about michael bay yes because yes i am well on the record as a michael bay defender because right. and i think this movie is a good example of what you don't have to like michael bay's films but michael bay all of his stylized stuff he's doing for a reason it's intentional he yeah. thinks about it he's yeah. a visual storyteller yeah 
This just is chaos. This is, yeah. Somebody just on the phone with another person is still shaky cam. Mm -hmm. Like they're, like the cameraman has had way too much caffeine. And same thing with uh, Paul Greengrass who made the Bourne movies. Yeah. That's all done for a reason. Exactly. It's all to put you in on the ground. The chaos of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's designed. And also, if the thing about the Bourne shaky cam is it's more it's another thing where it's once again people trying to do it that mm-hmm. became the thing yes whereas if you watch he ebbs and flows that shaky yes. cam in those yes. born movies on the purpose. whole movie isn't shaky cam it's no. just specific moments yeah. to highlight a specific energy that a scene is trying to convey which is what good filmmakers do and yeah. this is just this the, is i just found bad. this visual i found this almost hard to look at, at times. yes 100 percent. and also it's muddy the color mm-hmm. the color palette Nothing in this movie really is ugly out. it's yeah. an ugly looking film it's not a great looking film no it's yeah. very it's it's i hate this yeah the condemned had this too and it's yes. something i see in a lot of kind of modern action movies is just this muddy muddy gray. flat muted yeah know, yeah which is i think it, once again something born does but born does it in this born isn't muddy it's actually so desaturated mm-hmm. that there's almost it's almost black and white like yes. it's it's this almost like it's so black and blues and born mm-hmm. that that once again very purposefully yes. done not every movie has to look like that you know yeah. what i mean yeah well, that's where I think Bay is actually somebody who's avoided that. Mm-hmm. I mean, his movies have always been a wash in orange yeah. And, yeah. and red, and yeah. vivid and warm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, and and that's something I you know you, there when we talk about this stuff, anything can be used well. Yeah, it's just this movie is made. There's no thought going into this movie. No, there's that, no intentionality, and that's true to the whole script for it and everything. Like I said, it's all just pieces of other better movies yeah and what if i told you this is the only movie this guy wrote that would make perfect sense daniel kunkka <laughs> or kunkka i don't kunkka? know kunkka i don't know kunkka. uh this is it his lone credit well you know at least he went out with a bang i guess i don't know i mean there's a lot of stuff blows up so <sighs> yeah do yeah. i have the budget on this thing i do yeah. you want to take a guess at, as the budget let's see 12 million? Ooh, a little bit more. 22 million. <laughs> Worldwide gross, 17.2. Yeesh. Yeah, close. Yep, yep, no yep. cigar. That being said, there are two sequels to this. Of course. Two straight to video sequels. Two straight to video, much cheaper sequels. Yeah. Two, yeah. With other uh, uh, WWE stars yeah. in the leads. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I love the idea that there's like John Cena understudies in in the WWE. We have Randy Orton in Twelve Rounds Two. Who could forget Randy Orton? Uh, that's Twelve Rounds Two Reloaded. Why isn't it called Thirteen Rounds? <laughs> and then we have uh, Dean Ambrose in Twelve Rounds Three Lockdown. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that we'll be watching those. I hope we don't. <laughs> There's plenty of. I would rather watch. I, I I'm more interested in the Marine sequels than I'm watching. Yes, movies. yes. Because um, out of the two movies, the Marine was more enjoyable. I yeah, and like. I think also in terms of like, both of these are. I mean, here's the plot for the same movie: a man's kidnap wife, forcing him. A man's wife is kidnapped, forcing him on the phone to play a game of death with twelve rounds. Okay, so it is just the exact same plot, but with different. Characters. Yeah. Upon Great. returning to work after recovering from injury. Police officer discovers and attempts to turn in incriminating evidence of illegal activities against his fellow cops. That's the third. That doesn't sound like a 12 rounds. No, it doesn't. Sounds like a, a code of silence. Yeah. Weird. Mm. 
Maybe they realized they uh, couldn't do it again. I know, got it. Third time. Here it is. Yeah. The movie was just a movie called Lockdown, and then they just added the 12 rounds to the front of it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that explains So things. they just made an action movie, then gone, you know, we could just call it. I think somebody rounds. else made an action movie, and they just kind of like... Like a parasite latched on and just fed off. Because of that does just sound like a different movie. Yes. Um, so maybe we could watch that one. Although once again, we don't. Have we're to. in no hurry. No. Um, let, yeah. Let's. So let's. If get we it. ever run out of other movies to watch, we'll come back to this one. <laughs> and that ain't happening soon with the with the rate they're making these Jesus things. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, this movie. Opens up with the uh, the. T- I, I once again on maybe on track for two of the worst FBI agents we've ever seen. It's up there, yeah, mm. yeah. They are they are so incompetent. They don't beat movie. the ones in Stolen. That's Those true. guys are still terrible. But we have, I think, a, most of this cast are good actors. Yeah, because this is uh, Steve Harris who plays the main FBI agent here, uh-huh. and whatever the weird thing with the little matchbox car. I, I didn't understand that. They were, were really hoping that it was going to be like a, a nice little character thing, mm-hmm. and it did not work for me. I mean, everybody, it's well, because this is a Fox movie, so I think that's how you get yeah. every one of these actors are people I've seen in other better stuff. Yeah. Steve Harris was on the show The Practice, mm-hmm. uh, and he was in The Rock, our beloved The Rock. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he's currently on Winning Time, the Los Angeles Lakers show on HBO, okay. which is great. Yeah. I really love that show a lot. Um, but. Uh, and then you have Gonzalo uh, Menendez. Uh, this guy was on Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. And mm. I mean, these are these are real deal, actual actors. Yes, given yes. horrible material. This, this script, I think it just did everybody dirty. You it know really I mean? did. Nobody like, has because these are always at almost everyone in this cast I've seen in other better stuff. Really, it, if you came into this movie and just didn't have any context for the for these actors, you'd yeah. think these are this cast is amateur. Totally. And that's only because the script, well, I don't know about only, but like the script is really doing them dirty and I don't think the direction really helped. No, the directing is terrible. Yeah. This is one of the ugliest looking movies we've yeah. seen. Like yes. And they have some money in the studio behind them and it's yeah. still bad. Because we also have Brian White who plays John Cena's partner in this. Let me try and remember what this person looks like. Oh, yes, Brian White. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. And he's a guy who I immediately go, oh, he was great on The Shield. Yeah. And he was on Ray Donovan. He, you know what? I would say in this movie, he, he has an amount of charisma that was recognizable. Yeah, you know? the, the dialogue is still terrible. Yes. But he is a good actor. Previously mentioned, he was on Burn Notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. he, the once again, real actor. He's in Brick, the Ryan Johnson movie. Oh, cool. Great. Good, wow. solid actor. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a good God, actor in this. Just <laughs> everybody got let down by the script. Everybody got let it's, down by the script. Yeah. So they are pursuing Miles Jackson mm-hmm. right off the bat. Horrible bad guy name. Well, so bland and ever, generic. Well, that's that, I think that's my problem with the villain <laughs> is that there is nothing distinct or unique or interesting about yeah. him. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So, like, he's just forgettable. He's just generic white man. Right. Uh, and his name is Miles Jackson. He's Miles Jackson. And the the costuming and the hair and the makeup, he just kind of looks like a dude. He doesn't yeah. look like a supervillain. Well, I don't understand either the thing about, I mean, like, so he's this Irish guy, too. Yes. Why is his name, like, Daniel Flaherty or I don't know. something like, I mean, the, the, he's played by Aidan Gillen. Yeah. That's pretty it's, Irish. It's pretty Irish, Yeah. yeah. And what is what is this character's 
job? What does he do? He's a thief? He's a he's a general international criminal. So is he like a <laughs> Hans Gruber type? Well, we'll talk about it. This movie has a diehard twist in it that I also was like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, yeah what did they... Because they do this whole thing about... Uh, uh, Ah, uh, he's one of the most wanted men in the world, and he's for some reason. And they've got—I mean, they—they—they they, they do something about like ah, uh, he's committed everything. They talk about he beheaded his own brother for <laughs> screwing up a deal. So he, but he's one of these guys. This is very '90s action movie that I do generally like. Men who are just international. We talked about like Nicolas Cage and Face Off. Caster yeah. Troy is just international criminal yes which i yes. do like and hans gruber like mm-hmm. just general bad guys yeah you know. they are professional villains exactly which i do like because that takes it out of the realm of reality yes which i don't because we don't want to get into you know uh uh jihadist terrorists and stuff like that uh, yeah, yeah yeah or here even this irish guy were outside of the ira, the IRA so, yeah yeah um, i was shocked they didn't do any reference to that honestly. yeah no it because, once again, it further adds how bland this guy is. Yeah, well, he, he has, has nothing. He has no beliefs or no. plan. He's just bad. He's just generally bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that. So they're they're in this mobile command unit running totally futuristic facial recognition software. And this the, these sequences. How many times have we seen movies open with this shit? Yeah. Like it's so often, and this keeps going, and it will cut to a scene with John Cena, and then it will go back to this bullshit. And I'm like, I don't care what's happening. I don't know who this person is. I have no investment in whether or not they capture this guy. Maybe no. like show something that will. You know what would have been interesting is if we opened on him actually doing something criminal, but instead that could be interesting. He's kind of just walking around. Yeah. So then we cut to Patrol Officer John Cena, mm. and he's he and he, here he is in his idyllic home with yeah. his smoking hot wife, sure, and his cute. Pug, who might be my favorite actor in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. I does like does a great job. The dog is great. Yeah. As we say over on uh, Meet the Monsters, whenever there's a dog in a movie, he's a good boy. He is a good boy. <laughs> he's very good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and it's all just like, mm, my life is so wonderful. Mm. Oh, but there is some trouble in Paradise, John. <laughs> Uh, there's some there's some friction there. Oh no 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 that that's all that's after this. Oh okay gotcha. Here everything is great. Okay gotcha. That's when we cut to a year later. Oh I forgot there was a time jump. Yeah. Jesus. Well because he's he's only a patrol officer at right. this point. Yeah. Yes yes. So he's leaving to work. He's feeding the dog spaghetti noodles. And go. Oh little guy with a little and, squish face. And we meet his uh his his partner is introduced trying to solve a Rubik's cube and then going nope. I am not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> Very prescient joke of the time. Yeah, I, yeah, it reminds me of my favorite show, John. <laughs> With Jeff Foxworthy yeah. hosting, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, I watched some of that. I am a game show oh, super fan, but yes. but I, I don't that one. I've only watched some. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's not really it that one. Doesn't really hook you. No, no, I still I still primarily love the classics. Sure, your Jeopardy, Jeopardy your Wheel of Fortune, your sure. Family Feuds, yeah. like. That's the stuff it's I go good for. Stuff, yeah. Match game, my all-time favorite. I still, I, w- I mean, I still love watching Jeopardy. Honestly, it's, uh, it's Jeopardy is the finest. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is the purest form of trivia game. Yes, there's no bells and whistles. There's no frills. It's I never just... liked Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where they tried to overdo it, and make yes. it too dramatic. Yeah, exactly. it is purely just do you know these answers? Yes, yeah. I've always loved that for just yeah. Uh, so uh, when they find him, the first there aren't many one-liners, but mm-hmm. I wrote down a few. The first is Steve Harris as this. FBI agent when they they like we've identified him he goes now we dance <laughs> 
He's really trying to savor this line. He is, I mean, once again, the good actors, and they're trying. They're you can feel every one of these people trying to imbue anything. You feel the instincts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're watching him do this deal with this guy Samuel, right? Who this guy was just on She-Hulk, and he was fucking great. Hmm. So once again, good. And he was on Dexter, and the, once again, The Walking Dead. He's gonna be on Fargo in the new season. Oh, great! He's doing a crim- he's on Criminal Minds. Mm. Good, solid actor. Mm-hmm. Totally nothing part here. Nothing. I don't even remember what he looks like. But the guy goes, "Hey, you're being followed by the FBI," and then pretends to shoot Aiden Gillen. That's right. Okay. Yes. And yes. this is all a big play where there he says he's gonna trade. Aiden Gillen to the FBI mm-hmm. for his brother who's in custody. Apparently, yes. But it's all a setup because Gillen's in on it. Yes, yes. What a twist. What a twist. But what then a esque twist. Gillen will betray him and gut him with a knife. He right? will. That's yeah. true. Which I get. And then steals. Somehow there's a bunch of diamonds involved? You do forget about the diamonds, uh, and so does so does the screenwriter. Because uh, he steals these diamonds, uh-huh. and then he meets up with his sexy girlfriend. Yes. Oh, he, this was the scene where they made out for way too long. Yeah. I wrote a note here, and uh, it's, there's eight separate shots of them making out. Well, I'm if like, you're going to be in the movie, Aiden Gillen might as well try to enjoy something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think making out with a co-star is ever fun. No, it's really not. It's always that, like, outside of the film business thing, it seems like. Well, if you make out with a hot lady in a movie that must be cool it's like no it's no all... it's it's business it's, it's all it's always awkward yes of course yeah it's never... this actress though once again taylor cole lots of stuff yeah uh, she was on heroes at this time mm. when, um was this season two heroes uh, or was she in the first season she was in no season two heroes okay yeah that's what i thought yeah i don't yeah. know why i remembered her being in season two of but heroes. like she's done some voice acting on family guy oh, cool. Uh, uh, she did a whole run on Two and a Half Men. I mean, say what you will. CSI Miami, though, she's in a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. of. She was yeah. on Supernatural. Yeah, consistent, you know, work. Does she's, a lot of like the actor. Hallmark Christmas movies, which that that's, that's a great cash cow. We've talked about if you can get it, and she's like one of their regulars. She does like one a year. That's good, consistent work. Man. Yeah, yeah. I always feel you know, you know, I, I, I bet paper son. I bet yeah, I bag on those movies, but like in terms of like they employed lots of people. They do. Yeah, yeah. That's big business. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good gig. You got to get in on those, man. <laughs> I should. Honestly, yeah, I should. Yeah, come on. They need like a wisecracking best friend. I think this. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 we'll start crafting an audition tape. There you go. Yeah. I actually legitimately have always wanted to write one of those, only because <laughs> I think you could do better in the writing. And I'm not talking about like deconstructing it, I'm mm. just talking about making it a, I'll follow the formula but like yeah, but I think the characters the, a little bit more interesting the characters be a little more interesting I think the jokes could be a little funnier mm-hmm. once again I'm not trying to corrupt the network right. I'll still do the thing I just want to prove that you could put a little more effort yeah them. but we could put a little nudity in it well obviously, you know that yeah goes I'm gonna saying. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show everything John in this movie <laughs> show my ass um <laughs> so yeah so he's made out with her and there and uh and then they take off, and it, this is when they put out the bulletin, and this gets John Cena and his partner into this, John Cena. <laughs> this whole epilogue mm-hmm. or this whole prologue, yes, is so long. It's it's so long. Yeah, it's, it's so long. Now, uh, how will, long is this movie? This movie seemed like it was longer than uh, hour forty-eight, so a little longer a little than our average longer. movie. Yeah, it doesn't. I wouldn't say it drags. Doesn't drag as much as the last movie. No, it doesn't drag, but it it. It does overstay its welcome. Yes. It's 
it's actually more exhausting than it is that it drags because yeah. of the rounds. You're more like, oh, more of this. It's not. It's yeah. It's did not you think it, they were gonna abandon the rounds? I did. Yeah, I also thought mm. that. Um, they but. do kind of get into like, well, okay, I guess that was round ten then. Yeah, that's. <laughs> now I will say, John Cena trained with the New Orleans Police Department and did all of his own stunt driving. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, John Cena is a hard yeah. worker. He's a good performer. Yep. He deserves better than this, and he's you know, and he got what he deserves. And here, now. he did. I do have a thing here from him. Yeah, where he talked about this. Okay, he said of his early WWE studios produced films, both this and The Marine, mm. that he was quote kind of told to do them and begrudgingly did them. That makes sense. But he chooses to look back at them as a learning experience that taught him how to be in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And it, he but also it, learned how to. The importance of advocating for yourself well, and, and it for was, your career. Well, because, I mean, this he was a, a package thing for them, right? He yeah. was like, we're going to put you in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you don't really get, you're under contract to us. Yes. And so he's always talked about that, that he does go like, I'm so thankful that I can choose the stuff I do. Because yeah. I know what the other side of this looks like. Yeah. And he has pretty much chosen good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I was telling you before uh, we started recording. I've I've been watching through uh, Peacemaker this Peacemakers. month. Peacemakers, uh, as a reaction to watching the the Marine, uh, and I'm just like, I, I just want to see Cena be really good. He's and he's so good. He's so good in it. He's and, so and, fucking and, funny. And Gunn talks about that when he got with him, it was just like, oh, this guy. Yeah, this is my guy. Yeah, like yeah. it just they just instantly were in sync. It just yeah it it. It makes me so happy to see John Cena be doing stuff that he's really, really passionate about, and like something that really stretches him as an actor. I, I mean, Peacemaker I asks a lot of him. A yeah. lot, it really does. A yeah. lot, yeah. He yeah. has to carry a lot of really complex stuff. In this, oh yeah. So. Um. So now they're in pursuit of uh, Gillen and his girlfriend. Yes. Wouldn't it? Okay, for efficiency's sake. Yeah. Couldn't he and his partner just? be looking for this guy like like instead of them stumbling upon this you know what i mean <laughs> well because they pull over yes the girlfriend yes and the partner who's the one thing we know about his partner he loves, loves the ladies oh he loves the ladies <laughs> and so he slips his coat and then uh, for reasons i don't fully understand mm-hmm. aiden gillen just pops out of the trunk of this car and starts shooting at them uh no what happens is oh. that uh uh cena's like stop flirting and ask her to open the trunk oh i see i see yes. so they were gonna discover they were going him. to yeah exactly and instead they 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 so he starts shooting at them yes this turns into a crazy chase it sure does um and does at one point find as i wrote here John Cena losing his gun to a dog. <laughs> now, I'm so sad the the dog didn't come back with a gun. You know? Yeah, he he he's there he's on foot chasing them. Yes. And he leaps over this fence where there's a barking dog. Mm-hmm. And then he drops his gun and when he tries to reach back for it, the dog barks at him and he just gives up. Now, okay. So the next scene, he gets another gun. He takes, he takes Gillen's gun. So why have have this whole thing of him dropping the gun in the first place? I don't know. What does it matter? Also, I don't know if you know. I mean, I'm sure you do. It's a huge fucking deal for a cop to lose their gun. Yes. It's yes. Like, it's in like somebody's the, backyard? That's... It is, it is the... I mean, you're done pretty much. Yeah. yeah you yeah. don't... You lose your gun. Yeah. Uh, that's like... Because, once again, they don't want to add more deadly weapons to the street. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's kind of a huge deal. Yeah. Um... 
But uh, but the way John Cena does ultimately end this chase mm. is he pushes someone's boat into the river. <laughs> He does he, do that. It's a boat like on a trailer and he uh-huh. unhitches it from the truck <laughs> and then just pushes it into the road mm-hmm. and they crash into it. Yeah, it's very Looney Tunes. It is very Looney Tunes. And then what I was not ready for is when they get out of the car and the girlfriend is just hit and killed instantly. <laughs> With almost comedic timing. And that becomes the impetus for this entire the event entire plot. film, yeah. You let the love of my life die, Officer Fisher. Oh, now I'm going to take your girlfriend away from you. And apologies to Aiden Gillen and the people of Ireland for these, but it is sort of the thing where it's like, we're going to play 12 rounds, Pally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny boy. He does actually even sing that song I, in, the, in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a joke, but it's not. No, he does. He does. Why eeps the pie? And then, it, it, come on, if you're Aiden Gillen, don't you look at that and go, guys? Come on, come on. I know now. I'm Irish. You don't have to fuck me over like this. Also, I will say though, this guy can do an amazing American accent because I watched him on three seasons of The Wire without right. knowing he was Irish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he replayed Mayor Carcetti. Uh, he, he's 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 a great character who's a councilman that we follow through his run for the mayor of Baltimore. Mm. Uh, and then he's also fucking amazing on Game of Thrones as Littlefinger. Oh, that's right. He is. I completely forgot that. He's Littlefinger. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Yes, yes. He's amazing on there. What the fuck? He's so good on Yes. Game. He's one of the best characters. Yes. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So you've seen him. I have seen him. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really good in that. Yeah. Because he's a great actor. Yeah. I can't overstate this, how I, great an actor he is. Boy, this movie does him dirty. It really does. I, he, it made, this made, movie made him look like a fucking amateur, and that's <laughs> such a goddamn shame. Well, also, he's for large stretches of the movie, he's by himself talking yes. into a phone. So he's doing nothing yeah. other than walking through corridors while being on a phone. That's kind of there like... There are things that I want to chalk up to him being a good actor where it's like... For no reason, he's just eating an ice cream cone while yes. on the phone at one point. Yes. And I do feel like I know that impulse where it's like, give me some business. I gotta do something. And then he throws it out the window, which yeah. is fun. Yeah. 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 Like he's, he, I mean, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, where it's like, like everybody, I can see where he's trying he's to, like, really trying, let's yeah. put a little bit into, you know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And so he's, he's, he go and as they're arresting him, he's like, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> And then he's like, Officer Fisher, I'll remember you. Oh, oh I, I won't be forgetting your name. Although it is kind of like, it's so funny because Steve Harris's FBI agent character is the one who's been like, I've been chasing this guy forever. Yet, he specifically latches on just to this officer. Yes, because inadvertently John Cena gets his girlfriend killed. Yeah, and it's kind of not, it's not even like, they should have had John Cena actively kill yeah. her. Y- and they yeah. could have had that in a justified manner where he shot her. But. Yeah, yeah. But the, it, it's one of those things they don't like making the protagonist like look bad in any way. Right. So it needs to be that he, he it's just a total inadvertent act and this guy's yes. just a psycho. Yes. But of course, we'll also discover, spoiler, because let's jump to the end so we yes. can kind of cover this the other way. It's actually not. It, it's kind of a revenge play, but it's really just a cover for him to set up. An incredibly elaborate series of events that will lead to him stealing money. Yes. That's the Die Hard twist. That every, is the Die Hard twist, Every yeah. Die Hard movie is, 
has a twist where you think it's about something and it's really about this. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, the first movie has that obviously with the they're they're not terrorists, they're thieves. They're thieves. The yeah. second movie has the thing where the Marines are really part of the the bad guys. Right, too. exactly. That kind of stuff. And there's always a twist. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, then the fifth Die Hard, you're like, oh great, I can't wait to see John McClane in another movie. And then you're like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, the twist is it's a bad Die Hard. Movie. Yeah. Um, and actually, this steals the same twist. It does. Die Hard Three. It's the same. Fu- it's the same. It's basically thing. the same movie. Or, I would say watch that movie instead of this one. All I kept thinking was, I can't believe how beat for beat this is. Die Hard with a Vengeance, <laughs> a movie made by the same studio. That's all. That's a Fox franchise. It's true. Yeah. And oh, I, and, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's great. Um, but it is the same thing where it's I want to kill John McClane, but also I'm going to steal a bunch of gold. Yes. And you're like, oh shit, this is a robbery. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. Yeah. And actually, the, of course, the big twist in that also is that he's Hans Gruber's brother. Mm, yes. So you don't even know it's a revenge plot initially. That's the twist. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's about gold. Then, yes. And it's like, because that, that script is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more interesting. And mm-hmm. of course, McLean's a more interesting character. Sure. Yes. Um, Again, this screenwriter only wrote this movie. <laughs> So they arrest him, and he's like, I remember you. <laughs> Cut to one year later, and how do we see the one year later graphic? Uh, I don't know, John. Tell me. <laughs> it's overlaid on a cue ball that then gets hit on a billiard table. Oh, yeah. I j- I'm just now remembering. <laughs> Once again, just trying to be as flashy as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right, folks. Because this is a We got mo- some real filmmaking going on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Do you think when Vince McMahon saw that he came like that that uh, that meme? Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah. I, that's the face he was making as soon as that happened. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Oh my God. I don't even have time. Uh, yeah. We don't even. Have we time don't have time. We could dedicate if, an entire podcast to how much of a monster uh, he is. Just go on YouTube and look up John Oliver's thing. Mm-hmm. He did yes. a whole episode about the WWE, yes. and it it nails it perfectly. Yep. Uh, I also recommend the documentary This Was the XFL, mm. which is about Vince McMahon's attempts to start his own football league. I remember that. Yeah. Remember the XFL? I Vaguely. I yeah. remember it existed. And that was his attempt. And he goes, I'm going to put the NFL out of business. It lasted one how did year. How did that turn out, John? It lasted one year and oh, folded. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yes. So the NFL was shut down after a year, I believe. He was so <laughs> successful that uh well we're in the we're in the middle of an interesting discussion about the nfl right now as we record this well i know nothing about sports so this is news to me yeah uh there's a whole thing about the the safety and what they're hiding in the nfl well yeah i guess i mean that's that's been a discussion for a while anyways this movie um, uh so yeah so he of course and of course once again the partner is looking at all the ladies. Oh, hey. Hey there, sexy lady. Hey, sexy lady. And John Cena's like, hey, no, I have no time for that because I got to go home to my hot blonde wife. Hot blonde wife. Nothing's yeah. wrong in our relationship. <laughs> Once again, I feel Ashley Scott playing hot blonde wife. Although, I feel like the hair, her hairstyles in, in both of these movies have really done her dirty. Yeah, I mean, she is a very beautiful woman, but she's... This is not a great hairstyle. No, it's, it's, it's certainly of its time. It is very of its time, yes. Oh, that's right. We talked about she she plays Maria in the last one. Yes, us. yeah, she's in both of them. Yeah. Which um, I think is so cool. I, I honestly, I think that's awesome uh, that she, she went from being in these terrible movies to being in a, like, a truly great yeah uh, like a I mean, truly great performance she's continued to act yeah. all the time yeah you know she's in stuff she's in a lot of stuff yeah she was on the flash she was in the jumanji 
the the most recent Jumanji movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she still was working. At, she's she's good. It's just yeah. I mean, there's no you would never know one way or another. There anyone. Could I mean, like everybody in this movie, she's done dirty by the script. So she is. I mean, yeah. she's done to the point where she's just not in she's the movie. Basically, the doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's coming home. She's upset. Because I kind of wanted to see the movie where John Cena's a dumb, dumb husband who tried to fix the plumbing. I kind of do, oh. too. Yeah. I was going to get to it. Yeah. Like, what, John, if you and I were to make a movie, <laughs> it would be about John Cena be, trying to be a stay-at-home husband. Yeah. And, and him struggling at this. And I think it'd be actually pretty good. I think, it'd I think, be pretty, I think like Cena it. would knock that out. I think it would be pretty good. Yeah. It would basically, yeah, we'd be trying to do, like, Mr. Mom with yeah. John Cena. Exactly. That hey, sounds great. Anyone want to buy that right now while yeah. we're pitching it? Yeah. That is actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, with these movies, it's always like, what would we do? The not action movie. <laughs> yeah. You and I are always like, where do our strengths lie? What's mm. he doing when he's not being a policeman? Yeah, what, what if he's just home and he's just trying to be a human being? Um, Maybe even make it that. Now I'm just pitching this movie where he's a cop yeah. who's left the force and now is kind of he was an action guy yes but now he's got to be a domestic well, that, well here we go yeah it's an action hero yeah. after the action movies over. right and it's yeah. like he's had a decorated career but he's taken the pension mm-hmm. yeah or he blew his knee out or something he's got something like, yeah, 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 yeah yeah and so he can't be a cop anymore this, and he's forced this to, does actually sound really interesting. i want to kind of i want to make this movie now. okay well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, put it in the bank john yeah uh, I mean, the Marine was a little bit that for like half a second. For half a second. Yeah. But we want to we want to uh, stretch this out to a whole film. But here, here she's just upset because he's forgetting things. And he yeah. And she's kind you... of a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I don't. Well, because his whole thing is, is he feels guilty because that made him a hero. Yes. What he did when he brought down Aiden Gillen. And now mm-hmm. he's a detective. Yes. And he's like, a woman died and we got promoted. Yeah. It's like, well... Once again, that would have more impact if he had killed her. Yes. <laughs> she, kind of, of, she kind of ran into the road and got hit by a semi Yeah, it's like, I don't know how guilty you would feel as a cop that, if you, anything, that you wanted to arrest somebody and then they ran away and got anything, hit by Aiden a car. If anything, Aiden Gillen is, is at fault because he told her to run. Yes. That's the thing where it's like, I can understand the guilt of having actually ended someone's life. Yes. But I can't understand someone just died while running from me. If someone dies near you, that doesn't mean you're responsible for it. No, it's so weird. It's it's it's, it's a huge miscalculation yes. in the script. Yes. Um, but the, yeah. the only problem with the script, I think. Uh, and so then he's like, whatever, I got to go to work. But then ring, ring, ring. I was like, wow, we got to get to, I guess we got 12 rounds to get in this movie. Yeah. So, so pretty quickly, he's like, started. he's like, Officer Danny Fisher. <laughs> the only reason I remember his name is because he says it a lot. That's true. Yeah. And he is like, Officer Danny Fisher. It's like, this is Miles Jackson. Do you remember me? Yeah. Uh, and he no? does have some line about like, it's time we have a conversation. He goes, yeah, well, prison food tastes like shit. So I'm not coming to see it. He goes, well... I'm out of. I like that they just skip over yep. that this guy escaped from prison. Yep, he just did. Don't worry about it. I just. I feel like that was maybe. In well, the there's script. no time. There's yeah. no time, there's John. No there's time. twelve rounds they have to get through. And he and he is just like, no, I'm out. No, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and also, why twelve rounds? <laughs> well, because that's a fight. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. so uh, b- boxing matches. Uh, it depends, but I do think professional boxing matches traditionally are twelve him. rounds. Yeah. Okay. Because 12 seemed like a lot for this movie. Because by the end, they're just like, oh, fuck. I guess we'll do two for one because we don't have enough time to do 12 separate. Yeah. Uh, 
the Riddler puzzles yeah. to solve. Yeah, tw- uh, usually the boxing rounds used to be, that's what I thought, 15 rounds. Because mm. that was the case in the first Rocky. Yes. But in modern boxing... Uh, down to 12. Down to 12. Okay. Because that's uh, 15 was a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean, honestly, 12 is a lot. <laughs> 12 is a lot. I always thought like 10 seems like a good round number. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why, um, why not, though? 12, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, 12 rounds. So 12 goes, rounds. Okay. He's like, okay. you and I are about to play a game. Oh, would you like to play a game? <laughs> Which, you know what would have been cooler? Can I pitch this? Sure. What if he was still in prison and orchestrating That'd this? be great. Actually, have you seen the movie? Uh, oh, shit. What is it? With Gerard Butler, where he is in prison and he's still getting revenge on people. I know what you're talking about. I uh, cannot remember what it's called. Law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding citizen is what it's called. And that's where he was unfairly put in jail. Yeah. And he's still in his prison cell having orchestrated this ingenious revenge trap. Yeah, that sounds... That, that's not like a great movie, but it's a pretty fun movie. It sounds more interesting than this. Because it is, because it's Jamie Foxx as the guy on the outside yeah. going, how is he doing this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and and that's much cooler. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, that, that was, and that movie was really successful. No. <laughs> Weird. People liked that movie because it was actually... Did, so exciting. people didn't like this movie? Oh, this did not get good reviews huh. and it underperformed. Oh, so. well, yeah. Because I do feel like this is another one where I'm not sure that this is what the WWE audience actually wants. Because this is no, this is trying to be like a thriller. I get, yeah, you know, like a high. Oh, you saw thing. seven? Well, <laughs> just you fucking wait. You know what's a higher number than seven? Twelve. Well, because I do feel like, because like I love thrillers like yeah. this, like high concept thrillers. Sure, but this movie's too dumb to work as one of those. Yep. But it's it's not dumb enough to satisfy the WWE crowd. Yes. So it's kind of the worst of all. It worlds. is the worst of all worlds. Yeah. Because it. It's it, it's too complicated to just be a stupid action movie, but it's too dumb to be a complex thriller. Yes. So, so it, it's a disaster. <laughs> it is just a disaster. Twelve disasters. Yeah, actually. I mean, that's why, because, like, The Marine is more fun, at least. Yes. That's, like, dumb, macho action movie. Yes. And yeah. Walking Tall is just stupid amounts of fun. Yes. Walking Tall. We, we did really start very well mm, in this month, mm. you know? Because uh, the rain was pretty good, and Walking Tall, I think, is really good. Yeah. By these standards, that yes. movie's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I really, I like. I have seen Walking Tall several times, <laughs> and I will watch it again because I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So he goes has, his wife leave was sorry his wife leaves for work mm-hmm. because she has to not. I do love the movie making a point of showing the dog run out after him. Yeah. So so because I was. Like, well, thank God the dog's going to be fine. Well, because he goes outside and his truck explodes, mm-hmm. which I thought was like, oh, wow. wow. But then even funnier is then he turns around his and house, his explodes. house explodes. And then the, the man, the plumber man who came That's in. right. The guy who was his friend who was the plumber. Yes. Blows up inside. And yeah. he's like, oh, terrible loss. Oh, and, it, and so begins round one. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> This does feel like uh, this does feel like this would have been, as a concept, a Schwarzenegger Stallone movie. Yes, because I see a lot of people in the IMDb user reviews as I was reading these, talking about seen as the new Schwarzenegger. And it's like, well, mm. actually, as we know now, he's better than he's, that. Yeah, and yeah. I love Schwarzenegger, but like Cena is a way more interesting well, actor. Cena's more vulnerable. So yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger could never do a peacemaker. Not no. Stallone probably could. Yeah, I could see Stallone doing. Yeah, that. well, and Stallone has also become a James Gunn regular. That's true. Yeah, uh, that's true. Because I legitimately think his King Shark performance is brilliant. Oh, I love, I lo- love that. Yeah, 
one of my favorite Bard. characters. Uh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> New fun friends. Um, Peacemaker. Uh, it's a real. It's like a real character performance. Right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. So that he blows it. Now everything's blown up. Mm-hmm. And I do love him just handing the dog off to the neighbor, going, "Yeah, take care of this dog." <laughs> And the guy's like, I, I, okay, I, I, sure, sure, yeah. I know. Yes. John Cena, you can give me anything. <laughs> I, whatever you want, Mr. Cena. Uh, <laughs> which is how I would interact with That's him. true. Sure thing, whatever you want, Mr. It'd Cena. It'd be like uh, uh, Scott Lang talking to Captain America. <laughs> Here's your shield, Mr. Captain America, sir. Absolutely, it would be. I will say, if we have Tales of Seagal, if it being shitty, can I tell you Tales of Cena? Because did you know that John Cena has done, has done more Make-A-Wish has completed more wishes for Make a Wish than any other person ever. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I didn't know that, but that doesn't surprise yeah. me. He, yeah, he he's done more. Yeah, he's made more wishes come true than any other person. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah, John, John yeah. Cena, John ah. Cena is just. I mean, everybody is talking. We don't about, deserve him. Yeah, everybody, everybody just loves the guy. Yeah, he's just the best. Oh. <laughs> I think he really is like what you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's such a genuine dude. Yeah, uh, and also his whole marketing for Suicide Squad and Peacemaker walking around in that costume for everything <laughs> is the goddamn best. I, I, show up I, on the Tonight Show in that outfit. I just love that people go up to him and start doing the dance, yep. like the theme song uh, Peacemaker dance. And there's tons of videos of him doing it with people at yeah. conventions yeah. and stuff. He's just the goddamn best. Yeah. Uh, no ego on that guy at all, it seems like. Oh, oh, first I thought you said no eagle, and I'm like, did we watch no, the same show? No, 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 because there's eagles all over him on <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eagly is one of the best creations on television. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love eagly. Uh, so, uh, the car blows up in the house, and then, uh, his wife is getting on this ferry. Yes. And he's like, that's right, I'm looking at her right now on the ferry. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, not the fairy. And then, of course, luckily, there just happens to be a super cool Mustang for him to take from the guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he, ta- he, uh, he steals a car. You know, he's like, this is I'm a police officer. Yeah. I need this. But it just happens to be the dopest Mustang of all time. <laughs> and then uh, were you disappointed he didn't jump the car yes. onto the boat? Because yes. I thought that was going to happen. The fact that they didn't. It, this is the first indication, I think, that this movie might not be as good as we we would hope. No, because he starts speeding alongside the ferry. Now, he is driving, like, on sidewalks. That's true. And, and, and this is one of many times when, like, uh, tons of pedestrians would be killed yes. by his actions. Yes. The fire truck later is also pretty fucking Well, wild. he he goes through an intersection and cars hit you see you see cars hit each other because of him yeah and then again my brain goes okay let's 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 focus on these people <laughs> how their lives have been ruined because john cena ran a red light in a pursuit of a boat i mean it is sort of a thing where it's like so many times in this movie there 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 are these things where i'm going like no there's a simpler way to do this yeah. you don't have to cause trouble yeah and also it's kind of like if you don't play the game, then he can't win. Right. And at the end, of course, we find out that actually everything John Cena is doing is actively helping Aiden Gillen in his yes. theft. Yes. Which is, but also one of those things that's, it's too, it's stupidly ingenious. Yes. We're going like, man, he really counted on some things to break his way. How could you, yeah, how could you predict human nature? You know, like there's some improbability there. Because like he couldn't he, he foresee. Can, he can control where John Cena goes. Yes. But he has, some of it relies on like what 
just random people. Because he knew, because he knew that the partner was going to go off on his own. Yes, and that was part of the. Yes, that's two steps yeah. involved the partner being killed. So right. Yes, exactly. Which I did think. Did you think as soon as this partner was even introduced, this guy will die? One hundred percent. Yes. Well, and I because I was he has also, a black partner. That person is going to die. Well, and also I was at a certain point when they were getting more into the speed stuff. I'm like, oh, he's gonna get Jeff Daniels. Yes, yes, he's gonna get Jeff Daniels, and he does. He dies in uh, in, in almost structurally the same way as Jeff Daniels yep. in Speed. Yep, where they think they find Dennis Hopper's house and it blows up. Yep, but way better scene because Jeff Daniels has, and I do keep track of these. One of the best "I'm about to die" reactions in film history mm. of just the like look, and he's just like mm, shit, and he blows up. You know, shit. yeah, so good. The best, by the way, number one, Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Yep, yeah, yeah. All down. Oh, down. Yeah, and he explodes. So good. I love a realization I'm about to explode. Yeah. This one, one of the dumbest, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> because... Oh, I wrote down the line, John. Because believe me... I wrote me, down the jo- uh, the line. I think that might be our one line. I... I don't know how it could I be I think you're else. right. I think I you're right. I don't know how it could be anything uh, else. Yeah, yeah. So he try, he's tracking the ferry, and then it doesn't matter because he ends up finding out she's not on the ferry yes she's already been taken she's, she has taken, already already been time. taken john <laughs> well i do think now, that we're talking in an irish accent already that's right yes now listen to me and listen close <laughs> uh, <laughs> i want to see something because i want to know what your taken was that's yeah that's a great year before that's what i thought yeah so there's some taken in here isn't there's there? definitely because that was the i think this came out in the same slot as that and that was a huge hit for Fox. Yes, Taken was massive. What obviously. if we did it again, but this time worse? Yeah. What if worse? Also, Taken, even ninety, perfect, perfect. Oh, that movie. Yes. One of the things is great about that. That movie in no way. That movie is so lean and efficient. Yeah. Amazing. Taken is a near perfect action movie. Really, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good. Uh, listen to me carefully. Listen. <laughs> Do you think they offered? I'd like to think they did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I mean, he would have been, it would have been terrible for him to choose either part. But him just going, we're gonna play twelve rounds. <laughs> I, I think I would have loved that, John. I yeah, think, uh, I think he could have pulled it off. <laughs> Instead, they got also a good Irish actor, but gave him nothing to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So he's. Oh my God! He's not on the ferry. Okay. So we're now in round two. Steel girlfriend. That's round two. Yeah. So round one, he blew up his house and truck. Round two, I like that you really made a point of keeping track of the round. I had to, John. I had to. I had to. No, I realized the movie four is... or five rounds in. Like, if I don't keep track of this, I'm not going to be able to talk about this. The movie. movie's too complicated. Yes. It really is. Yes. So, so okay. So that's round two. Yes. Now he gets. How does he get to this house? I don't actually remember. <laughs> You neither do I. <laughs> Somehow he and the partner find this abandoned house. Yes. In because this is New Orleans. Yes. So in Katrina destroyed neighborhood. They do mention Katrina several times in this film. Because Katrina would have been a couple years before this. Yeah. Was that oh five? Something like that. Yeah. Four or five. Yeah, yeah. So we're like you know four or five years out of Katrina. Yeah. And obviously that's still even now you can go to still, parts of New Orleans yeah. that are. But not that this movie has anything to fucking say about that. Nope. Well, the uh, script wasn't even originally supposed to be in New Orleans. No, that's a tax dodge. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was. I think the script was written to be in 
Chicago, I want to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that ends up shooting in, like, New Orleans or Atlanta because it's cheap to shoot in those places. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, he. Uh, so, yeah, they get to the house. They get to the house. Somehow. And they realize uh, this This line, this is one of my favorite lines that made me laugh in the movie, is they're looking at these numbers mm-hmm. written on the house. And mm-hmm. they're like, I don't understand. What is this? What could this mean? Mm. And then John Cena goes, wait a minute. They're coordinates. It's longitude and latitude. Mm-hmm. And his, his partner goes, longitude and latitude? How do you know about that stuff? <laughs> I'm like, and I believe Cena's reaction is uh, eighth grade geography, bro or something yeah, like that yeah because it is like a thing where it's like i may not be able to know what that is but i can understand yeah that something is longitude and latitude yes. it's like oh oh what yes so yeah round three is longitude and latitude puzzle <laughs> and where what is the longitude and latitude okay the longitude and latitude give the location of the firehouse that his brother works that his at, brother works who at, is a firefighter so, and so yeah and so he's like everybody get out of that firehouse <laughs> And so they evacuate this firehouse. Yes. But there is no bomb in the firehouse. No. What what is what is the thing here? Uh well round 4 is uh smoke trap. And then I well, wrote yeah. kind of lame really. Yeah, uh, because it it leads them to is it's a bank or something? Something like that, yeah. Because it's going to lead them into this smoking building. That's okay, wait. Yes. So he goes to the firehouse and because uh, he knows a phone is going to ring. Oh, and it's not actually in the firehouse. It's in the phone store it, next to the firehouse. Yes. Which yes. is stupid. Really stupid. Yes. The fact that he can hear it from out on the street when there's sirens on. like Shh, Everybody, calm down! Shut the fuck up! Uh, that's what it is. And he goes in and he grabs a Motorola sidekick. Boy, the phones in this movie. Oh, man, because there's a lot of phone <laughs> acting in this movie. A lot movie. of phone acting. And this is 2009 phones. <laughs> The, the sidekick and then also the phone that slides. Yeah. Oh, so sleek, John. Yeah. I had one of those. I didn't I, have a oh sidekick, yeah. but I did have the one that slid. Oh, out yeah. Me too. The keypad oh, yeah. was there. Yeah. yeah. We were so cool, John. Oh, God. So 2009. Cool. So cool. We thought we were so fucking cool so in 2009. Cool, man, with our slide phones. I do remember I didn't go to this one because I had already been like, no, no. The Marine was terrible. I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm not falling for it again, WWE. Because on, on paper, this is totally my kind of movie. Of course. Yeah. But I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, I know, I know what this, I know where this is it's, going. It, this is the same year that Avatar came out, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And uh, uh, 09 was uh, that was also Fox Avatar. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, 09 was uh, Star Trek though. That was the big one for me. Oh, right the first JJ right. Star Trek. Yeah, and Inglorious Bastards. Oh, was 09. yes. Yeah. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna play twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Pacino. That would be something. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! You're gonna play twelve rounds because you killed my girlfriend. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Yeah. Ding ding! It's a knockout. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty unhinged, but I do think Gillen maybe could have cranked it up. But I th- exactly. But I, I just wanted him to be I, like absolutely insane. I don't know how he's being directed, though. I, that's I, the probably thing. not at all. Because yeah, this this movie could have been more fun. But yes, it's just, it, the, it one just the, isn't fun. It's once again, it's trying too hard to be like legitimate. Yes, which is a, always a problem in these movies. So, yeah. all right, so that so so round four takes them to to the bank. Right. Where there's smoke pouring out, and so they think there's a fire. They think there's a fire. They go up there, 
and the other number on the house, right, or whatever, or something. Yeah. He's got a note or something, something. I can't, that leads to they pry open these safe deposit boxes. Yes, that have countdowns on them. Yes, and Aiden so Gillen's like, Aiden Gillen's like, oh, you better get him out of the city. <laughs> and he goes, get in that fire truck, Pally. <laughs> I recommend the fire truck if you want to escape. And he does have something. He goes, he goes, turn on the siren, put on the hat, get him out of here. He, he, he doesn't fucking put on the hat and let me tell you i thought he was gonna get dinged for it can i tell you i actually did think at a certain point i'm going he he should just be a firefighter he this should movie, this movie would be better just if make john, him a firefighter if john cena was a firefighter yeah. it would explain because he goes i gotta get these out of the building fast and the stairs take too long <laughs> so john cena ties an extension were you also disappointed by this i thought he was gonna dive out of this building yes Yes. And instead, he just lowers himself down on the court. Well, there's uh, some trivia about this scene. This scene almost made John Cena quit the movie. Yeah, because he does have an incredible fear of heights. Which I can... Re- I love... John John Cena and I have so much in common. Uh, our Very similar physiques, I would di- say, number one. Similar physiques, yeah. uh, similar charisma. Uh, yeah. And we also share this, a fear of heights. I don't love heights myself, I, so I, I can understand them. that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh oh! I better not tell you about this movie I'm working on. That you, oh, you're, you're playing a high wire steelwork. Oh, no, this uh, sounds right. <laughs> this sounds good. Yeah, that's, that's a good use of you. Um, I think so. Yeah, uh, very believable. I forgot. That's right. Uh, Cena does do the voice of a villain on the current uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, cool. Series. Yeah, which that just that's awesome and nerdy. <laughs> uh, I'm a massive Ninja Turtles fan. Oh so, yeah, uh, Turtles rule, man. Uh, Turtle power, man. Turtles on uh, a half shell. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, yes, I, I did see this that he did not like doing this, but then of course there's not enough rope. So all right, I just gotta release it and fall into the scaffolding. You gotta. And did you th- I, when he fell into this? I'm like, well, that's the end of the game. Yep, he's that's, dead. That's death. That is just death. That, that is death, or best case scenario, paralysis. Yeah, right? like that's crushed spine. Yeah, because he goes right. It's, I love this. This is this is why I wish the movie did more like this. Because mm. this is that action movie logic where you're like. That's wood. That That's w- not a soft surface to land on. Nope. It's like how in a Fast and the Furious movie, anyone can land on the hood of a car and be like, oh, totally thank, fine. thank God there was a car here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. No, I no. think that would still kill you. <laughs> oh, that would have been bad if this car hadn't been here to break my fall. <laughs> like, wait, what? And my back. Okay. Um, uh, right. There is a scene in the one that John Cena's in where... He and Vin Diesel are rappelling across buildings mm-hmm. in, uh, like, Denmark? I can't remember where it is exactly. Okay, this tracks. But they go, but it's pretty awesome because he has a grappling gun and is shooting between buildings. Uh, yeah, that is pretty dope. The Fast and the You're Furious correct. movies embrace all the stuff we wish these. Yes. Those are, to me, the ultimate highest form of evolution of action shelf movie. Yeah. To me, is Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that makes sense. That is, like, yeah. tip-top the logic of an action shelf movie with the highest caliber of acting and like and uh, the stunt work work. is immaculate the stunt Uh, work is immaculate the special effects are perfect mm -hmm. the movies all i mean this new one's gonna cost like 300 million dollars great and it's just it's just like and it's pure entertainment yep Uh, obsessed with those movies of course uh but uh, yeah, so he steals this fire truck yes he he gets up from the rubble of the scaffolding he's fine like yep and, and I can't remember the count, but it's one of those things where the count, he does not have enough time. No. It's like he has like a minute to get these things. Yes, to get it out of the city. Yeah. 
And he has to guess which one has a bomb in it? Yes. There's wow. a lot of guesswork involved in these games that yeah. have been set up. Well, and it's also, this is one of those things where it counts down to zero, but then there's more time. <laughs> the movie does this a couple times, where it's like, oh no, the countdown is just to the arming of the bomb that then has another countdown. Yes. What? So it's just, yeah, no, don't do that. But he please. throws this into the water, yeah. and he did make the right choice. Yes. Now, what's in the other box? Because there's more clues. Uh, there is... Well, because I know that the next round, round, round five. six... Round no, six? Yeah, the bomb puzzle's round five. Oh, right. The building itself is round four? Yes. Lame. Yes, it is lame. Super You're lame. You're correct, John. I, I, ro- I rolled those into one round. You did a better job of tracking them. Well, I, it was the only thing I was paying attention to. <laughs> I... Uh, Round six, man. Uh, round six is Hotel California slash Elevator Interlude. So oh, th- this is this where they scene. go into the hotel. So I think it's some sort of clue leading them to this building. Oh, it's the it's a key. It's That's a, it's, what it is. It's a hotel yes. room key. That's yes. what it is. Yes. And so they go to this hotel. Now the FBI is with him. Though. Yes. They have shown up. They're like, hey, I guess we should probably, you know, help and he, here. And, of course, he does that thing I hate in action movies where it's like, dude, we're like a race against the clock, but we're going to waste time for you to punch out an FBI agent and go, why didn't you tell me he escaped from prison? Right, exactly. And it's just like, we don't have time for this. We do, we do not have like, time this. Like, this guy is threatening the city, but it's like, yes, please, for the love of God, let's argue with let's, each other. Yeah, exactly. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> So they, uh, so he, yeah, so now they go, okay, we got to speed to this hotel. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the hotel. Yes. And how do they end up in the, ele- they go, they get into the elevator. He gets into the elevator with a fat security guard. Yes. Because uh, that's key. This guy's huge. Yes. And the, you best believe they make a, a joke at the expense of the weight of this man. Yeah. You, you well, because he's fucking gigantic. Right. Exactly. So they're in the elevator. The elevator stops. Yeah, I think part way up. Yeah, and it's like it's not a it's not like a uh, it's not like the guest elevator. It's like the freight elevator. Yes, that's yes, key. It yes. just has the cage. Yes, exactly. It lowers. So then they have a specific amount of time until the elevator drops. For some yeah, reason. that's right. It's he's got, and it's another one where he has like sixty seconds. And you're like, nope, no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so Cena gets uh, on top of the elevator quickly, but then he spends approximate. So he has sixty seconds before the elevator drops. Yeah, he spends, I would say. 53 of those seconds trying to get this man out of the elevator and i'll give him props he he doesn't abandon him immediately no what i love about this this is the thing i love it he gets him out of the elevator yes and and what i love though is he's like you're too heavy but then he's like hold on and he just like summons the willpower to lift him suddenly yes <laughs> and the man is not helping him at all no. he's just like just lift me john cena lift me like there's no tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> lift me like one of your french you girls, know john actually cena. now that i'm saying it out loud i this is this is what i would tell john cena before he took me to bed so <laughs> can we add john cena to our list of movie uh, uh our, our crushes or i think so crushes? i think i think that's fair we love we love cena we do love cena we love we love seeing cena we love seeing cena <laughs> That's our new podcast we're starting called Seeing Cena. Yeah. Uh, so he gets him up onto the elevator and he's mm-hmm. on top of it. And uh, Cena gets over to a ledge. So he's yes. off of the elevator car yes. itself. But this guy's still stuck there when this thing blows. And also, are we talking speed once again? We are. Elevator falling. Elevator falling. Yeah. That's but eerily similar. Here's what I love. Yeah. This guy falls for so long. For so long. This guy has so much time to contemplate how that he's going to die. How high up are they? Like, how tall is this hotel? 
And the two FBI agents are walking in. I love a good elevator crash where two guys just kind of idly chatting, and then all of a sudden the car crashes and explodes. It, it does the uh, the diehard thing where it dings and then it explodes. It doesn't do that. But I that, wish it that, did. Yeah. I wish it did. This yeah. movie could learn a lot from Die Hard. Or, or maybe it should. I think it learned quite a bit from <laughs> at least the third Die Hard, John. I think that's part of the problem. That is part of the problem. Yeah. yeah this did make me go. I'm, after watching this, I'm like, fuck, I just need to rewatch Die Hard. Yeah, Engines. or Speed or anything. Yeah, any of these, man. Yeah. Uh, we're, well, the, we got to do a Speed commentary. That's a big Yeah, thing yeah, I agree. You talk about doing Because Speed is another one that I put in the category of like perfect action movie. Yes. And, yeah. that, and that's the thing I was thinking about this, too. When we talk about how complicated this is, I feel like the best, most iconic action movies are usually pretty simple pretty in their simple. premise. Yeah. I like Speed. It's a bomb on a bus. If the bus speed slows down, it blows up. Basic. Great. Yes. And then it's just about building set pieces around that concept. Yes. Here, yes. you could make the 12 rounds simple, but instead, they There's make them complicated. So many, There's, like, so many components to them. Yeah. And they're all weirdly, like, timed. I don't know. It's very just, strange. For all the act, because this movie is action-packed, yet it's yeah. also kind of boring. It's really boring. That's like, the thing that anytime people have to, like, sit around and, like, try and decipher a code, I'm like, this movie is, like, grinded to a halt here. Well, because one of the problems is the movie, like, the stakes of it, you never care about mm-hmm. any of the characters. Yes. You never feel the stakes of anything. Yes. It's all big action set pieces, and yes. you're like, but, eh. But why? Why do I care? Yeah, who is this guy? I don't know. So this guy's fucking dead, though. Yeah, I wish this had been an R-rated movie because I want to see some pieces of this guy come flying. That's true. Over. It was PG thirteen. This yeah. was PG thirteen. Yeah. Apparently, there's some extreme cut with more violence. I did hear about that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. I don't care. No, no, I don't care. No, and I think it's probably longer. Too, exactly. Yeah. It's already too long. Way too long. Okay, so this guy's fucking dead. Yes. Uh, what what happens next? So next is round seven, which is the speed ripoff. Now it already has ripped off speed. Okay, but this th- here's the thing that's great about this. Mm-hmm. This rips off two separate parts of speed. <laughs> it's true. It does. Yeah, because he gets on uh, a bus, uh-huh. and his wife is on the bus. Yes, with a bomb vest strapped to her. Yes. Now, of course, everybody knows about the bomb and speed. Yes, but th- but people, I think, sometimes forget about the third act of speed yes which is the chase in the uh subway yes and in that dennis hopper has put a bomb vest on sandra bullock yes in the subway car yes so this rips off two Two different set pieces from speed from the same movie (laughs) it's incredibly impressive and let's not forget this movie comes from the producer of speed (laughs) i don't know if i've forgotten that john i don't think i (laughs) i think that's immediately but there's something about this guy is just like Remember what we did in Speed? Hey, I, I worked in Speed. What if we it's put like, it in this movie? Like, yeah, everything worked in Speed. It's a classic. <laughs> That's like one of the most successful action movies ever made. Yes. Um, uh, so, okay. So that's... How does... I don't fully know how this Okay, well, this, intru- this introduces his new take on the... Because this is a thing from Speed, which is he's got the dead man switch. Yeah. So he's... Uh, Dennis Hopper in that movie. By the way, talk about a great unhinged villain performance. Yeah. Dennis oh, Hopper yeah, in yeah. Speed is great. awesome. But if his whole thing is if I drop the thing, then the bomb goes off. Yes. This thing is taking it to a new high-tech level where he has to keep his thumbprint... <laughs> Remember? And it's and if he that's if, really impractical. <laughs> he has to keep his thumb pressed on like a uh, like a, a basically like a, a screen, right? Yeah. And 
if he lifts his thumb up off of it, he has to put it back on within 10 seconds or it blows up. Yeah, that's really complicated. Also, he establishes that the bomb vest is designed to blow up the bus, but the first thing it will do is shoot a nail into the heart of his wife. <laughs> Why? Why? St- step one, a nail shoots into her heart, so she's dead before anything else. Uh, then the bus blows but up. But then they all blow up anyway, uh, yeah. so, you know... If- I just want to be thorough. I'm nothing if not thorough. <laughs> First thing, though, she's dead no yes. matter what. But it's I, like, and just, and just to reiterate, this is round seven of twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay, these are all parts of one round. Yeah, this is all a wild kind of thing. Uh, so, so any one of these rounds could be a completely separate action movie. Is, yeah, is basically what we're getting to here. Absolutely. Um. So, oh yeah, and so this ends with. The FBI, the FBI shooting out this is several the, civilians. The worst fucking call. I don't because because so the bus is driving down the road and you've got these two FBI snipers and yeah. one is like, well, I, I technically have a shot. Like, yeah, and somebody goes, well, and I like we at this point you start to separate the reasonable and the unreasonable FBI agent. Yes, because you got one guy going. Wait a minute, man. That's I don't want to define them, but it is uh, Latino and black FBI agent. I mean, that's as much in depth work that this movie. Yeah, does, the Latino so. guy, the Latina agent is he's the re- is reasonable, the reasonable, and the black man. FBI agent is the crazy one who has this personal anything because his whole thing is anything to get this guy. He has a personal it, vendetta, and he also has a, a Hot Wheels <laughs> that he keeps he keeps flipping the hood of the car open mm-hmm. and close, and they do that like. I, it's trying to do like a thing that movies can do well, where it's like trying to build a rhythm with yes, it. Yes, yeah. But it, it I don't. But the, follow. it's so awkward. It doesn't really. They also, like if it was like a lighter that he was lighting or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, they don't do. Uh, uh, Soderbergh does that in Out of Sight with Cloney, and it's mm. good. Or he does do a thing with a lighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but that's a great film made by a great filmmaker. Uh, yeah. But the. They don't get... Why is he so obsessed with getting Aiden Gillen? That's the thing. He's he's so ill-defined. Yeah. Because that could have been interesting if if you're pairing Aiden Gillen's obsessed with getting John Cena and this guy's obsessed with getting Aiden Gillen and it's actually putting Cena in danger. That could be interesting. Uh, So, um, yeah, but it's instead there's no reason or backstory to this at all. Nope. So uh, he uh, they, he gives the order to shoot into a moving bus. Into a moving bus with pedestrians, with yeah. civilians, where there's a bomb. Yeah. Because and he knows there's John, a bomb. In John there. Cena actually figures out this is going to happen and saves Aiden Gillen. Yes. And then, and, and he gets shot himself. He yes. actually takes, he gets grazed by the bullet in the shoulder. Yes. Um, and then uh, Aiden Gillen gets away. Yes. And then Steve Harris yells at John Cena about yes. this. You saved him, you son of a bitch! And he's just like, if he died, the bomb was going to go off! And there was no retort to that, because how? what is there to argue? Yeah. Like, you shot at a man who had a bomb that would have killed a bunch of civilians. And even still, because the, the, the other agent had talked about, even still, forget the bomb... Odds are, at that angle, at the at the vehicle it movie, might not they were going to kill civilians probably with the bullets. Yeah, exactly. You can't just start. No one would give this order. No, they would never give this order. It Absolutely is so, not. I mean, uh, you know, police snipers oftentimes don't shoot because yeah. it, you really need 
they're pretty careful about now i'm there's a whole when people talk about police shootings it's not often high-powered rifle distance no shots. no it's like a it, it's a sidearm right because yeah. the 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 snipers are really trained to not shoot unless they absolutely cannot right. to make sure nobody's gonna get hurt right. other than the person they're shooting obviously. yeah um so it is sort of a thing though where it's like <laughs> that order's insane mm-hmm. uh so yeah, he he that 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 goes crazy. Okay, so uh, and and now and now the other agent is like, I'm with you, John Cena. Yeah, but this guy can proceeds to do nothing. Yeah, he's like, I'm with you, but I will do nothing constructive for the rest of the film. Cena does call his partner, and I hate that his partner picks up this phone and goes, "Holla at your boy." <sighs> yep, <laughs> that sigh is the perfect age. Holla at your boy. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> So we're now in round eight. Yeah. Uh, Welcome is, to round eight, folks. Yeah. And this is the one where they're given a series of phone numbers. Yes. And they have to call the correct phone number. And <laughs> it's fucking needlessly it's, complicated. <laughs> but they're like trying to whittle it down. Through, but ultimately it comes down to just random happenstance. <laughs> it does. So I wrote down roll of the dice, but make it more boring is really <laughs> because it's and he fails this round. Now, if you recall, the the, the games in in Died with a Vengeance are kind of complicated, but pretty simple. And also, there's fewer, and the stakes are always very clear. Yeah. Do this, or this bomb goes off. Right. Exactly. So he's a mad bomber. There's only one outcome. Yes. Is a bomb will go off. Exactly. So <laughs> him failing this round means nothing. Right. So then it's just like, well, then what are we doing here? <laughs> If, if we have just shown that failing around does not inherent, there's no consequences for it, then what is the point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and is round nine the trolley car? Uh, round nine, I wrote streetcar named disaster. <laughs> but here, once again, <laughs> what are we ripping off? It's speed again. But it's speed again, except for the, 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 the streetcar thing is from The Rock. That's right. That's there's right. The, there's the yeah. whole chase in the streetcar that yes. derails, remember? Yes. And that's a better sequence. It is. You're, you're correct. It's, yeah, we did a commentary for that, and that's um, a great movie. I mean, that everything has... about that movie is better than this movie. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, I'm just, this whole movie, I'm just going, why am I watching this? There are a billion, <laughs> there are like 10 other better movies that do the same things yeah, as this Yeah, exactly. Movie. Yeah. It's insane. It is I don't like... remember how, oh, right. They tur- They cut the power is how they uh, stop this. Ultimately, that's how they yeah, stop it. But it, it. takes but them a while. a long stretch this of time. This is a very long sequence. Yeah, because he's, what has he done? He's damaged the brakes of this thing, right? I guess so. They can't put the brakes on yeah, or something. Because yeah. their first move is to ram their car into the front of this thing. I do remember that, yeah. But in, that doesn't do anything except push their car forward. Yeah, but that allows John Cena to jump onto <laughs> the streetcar. And I love that the guy's like, I can't activate the brakes. So John Cena's like, well, let me try. <laughs> maybe if maybe my strength will activate yeah, the Yeah, yeah, you're just not ripped enough. You're not but, yoked But they talk about, like, it doesn't matter because it's still connected to the power line above us. Right. And that will keep it going. Right, exactly. And so John... John Cena's like, I'm going to cut the power. And he goes up onto the roof of the streetcar. Mm-hmm. And I do love, I'm going to, how is he going to cut the power? He's going to take out a hammer and just start bashing the line. That makes sense. And then, that makes and then sense. he's like, that didn't work. Weirdly enough. 
Uh, never, never mind. They didn't do anything. Is there a saying about uh, if everything looks like a nail, you know? Or, oh or, yeah. Or if, uh, uh, to a hammer, every problem is a nail. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that's. I think that's what this scene is a metaphor uh, for. But I just. I love the the dramatic. Dun 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 dun. He gets on top of the train. <laughs> and he just and he, hits it up. And, and then he's just like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, well. <laughs> You win some, you lose some. I lost the last round, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, and so then he goes, oh, wait, I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to drive my car into an electric junction. So he gets off the streetcar. Back into the car. (laughs) Now, if this sounds like the ramblings of a madman, you're you're correct. Well, because, I mean, that's the sort of thing where you're going, like, this... uh, this is this kind of feels like an action scene, except for like the pacing and structure of it is all wrong. Because they have to fit twelve rounds. Into yeah, this they, movie. yeah, it is, so, like, and this is nine of twelve. So and he crashes the car into the junction. He does, but then do they're that. like, "Oh no, momentum's a thing." <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. They cut the power, but the thing is still barreling forward from yes. the bit momentum, and it's headed right into this. Oh God, there's some sort of makeshift street fair happening. It's weird that it's happening on the tracks of this streetcar. That seems a little ill-advised. So then they got to clear everybody out of this (laughs) street fair. uh, And then, of course, it crashes. I'm starting to think this movie's not very good. (laughs) Everybody get out. I was convinced it was very good up until this point. (laughs) This movie also loves to do a thing where anything that's... Like they did with the fire truck earlier. Like, where anything that's speeding... Jenny Harlan loves to cut to like an old person or a kid. Yes. So that you're like, oh no. <laughs> so there's like a little girl that John Cena pulls out of the way. Right, exactly. And of course nobody's killed, but this thing just smashes through a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh no. So yeah, there you go. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Cena's partner thinks he's tracked down where mm-hmm. Aiden Gillen is. Mm-hmm. Yes. But of course he hasn't. It's his part. It's his partner in crime i think yeah who is almost not a character until he's really important until right now yes and this is where they get a little fat this is where the movie breaks down i think (laughs) because they realized oh shit we're about to wrap up this movie and we still have three rounds left to go so they kind of do a two for one here but this is the one where you're talking about they really have to count on the partner finding this address yes choosing to go there himself and yes. not like send a SWAT team or yes. something like that yes no instead because <laughs> the thing in speed he doesn't count on it it's no. not part of the plan he's just like if they ever if go there I'm just gonna I've rigged it to blow yeah but it isn't I'm going to lure Jeff Daniels no. there no but in this case it is <laughs> it's one of the rounds well technically two uh, yeah because because I believe after his partner dies. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get into because I believe you wrote down the line here. Well, and also I want to talk about the method in which he dies is also pretty insane. That is true. <laughs> but, I, well, let's get into that then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, because let's go ahead. And there's this that. lame foot chase through this abandoned warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then when the partner finally confronts Aiden Gillen's partner, mm-hmm. he's got his gun turned on him and he goes, uh, it's just like this was all part of the plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. This was meant to happen. Yeah. And then a mine, <laughs> a literal landmine, <laughs> activates between the two of these guys. Uh huh. And Cena's partner says, "Well, apparently you're not part of it." <laughs> and then 
I swear he sits there as if he's like, oh, I thought it was going to blow up. I better add something else. So he goes, apparently you're not part of it. Bitch. <laughs> and yeah. then this mine shoots up into the air mm-hmm. and explodes. Yes. And it blows I thought, up the whole building. How needless. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. also, apparently you're not part of it. Bitch. Well, if this is part of Miles' plan, then I guess you're not part of it. Dot, dot, dot. Bitch. <laughs> Whatever, it wouldn't have been anything. But as soon as he said bitch, I'm like, bitch. wow, no. that's, there's the high point of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Yeesh. So now, how does this count as two rounds? Okay. So, so after this... doing the, folks, Lisbon's doing the math on yeah. this movie. So after, right? he literally says in the movie, uh, well, if your best friend is taking care of Anthony DeLuso, which is his partner, right. then murdering your partner is... So <laughs> his partner murdering... Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Cena's partner murdering uh, Aiden, uh, Gillen's, Aiden partner. Gillen's partner is round 10. <laughs> yes. And that Aiden, was always going to happen. That was always going to happen. Yeah. And then Aiden Gillen killing Cena's partner is round 11, but is why, how he describes it. But that makes no sense. Of course is, it makes no sense. Why does the death of his partner part of, affect John Cena at all? I don't know. The, the death of Aiden Gillen's partner. Yeah. Obviously he cares that his partner died. Yes. But why is one of the rounds him he, killing his own partner? Okay, so here's here's where we're at. So the, this He's car- getting bored with him. He goes, let's just count that as two rounds. I can't do this I've all got, day. I've got three more to do, and I uh, we have to wrap this film you up. can't do this all day, for the love of God. Look, I, I can only come up with so many rounds for me to do, okay? <laughs> I like, like, like when he's I'm all tapped out. In his notebook. Book, he's like, I, I guess we'll just have to count that as two. I guess that's gotta... a twofer. I guess yeah. I, I'll just slide it in there and say it's a twofer and see if John Cena <laughs> calls me out on my bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's he literally says that's round 11 or uh, 10 and 11. So, yes, even though it's really just one round, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but we're, we've only got one more round to go here, John. We do have one more round, yes, ladies and gentlemen. The final round. The final round. <laughs> uh, so uh, here, uh, here it is. The final round. Yes. Involves. What does it involve, John? It involves him. He's. Well, so uh, okay. I think key to this is he. This is where he figures out. Okay. I've just remembered what the final round is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. so John. This is important because John Cena is like, oh my god. <sighs> my god. Yes. Wait a minute. Hold on. This isn't about me. He's been using me mm. to set up stealing a bunch of money that's sitting in an exchange somewhere or something like that. Is that what he's or saying? is it the di- get the diamonds back maybe? Or No, it's money because he's got money. Okay, he ends okay, okay. up with cash in the water that then ends up in the bag. Right, right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And he goes, no, it has nothing because they're just going, but it's just like there's some, I, I, I can't remember. There's I, a tenuous I, threat. I watched this last night and I can't remember that it was like, they're storing certain million, a certain amount of millions of dollars in a certain place. Yes. Now, once again, this is back to Diet with a Vengeance, where if you remember, he's robbing Fort Knox. Yes. Specifically. Yes. So he's, he's so because he knew the gold was going to be there, mm-hmm. and gold is a cooler thing to steal than cash. Anyway. Yes. yes. Um, and and also the plan made more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what about this doesn't make sense, John? <laughs> so what we found out is each one of the rounds has actually created some scenario. Mm-hmm. He needed the power to be out, so that we took the junction. Mm-hmm. When that elevator fell, it was knocking out some kind of gas line or something? We'll say yes. I don't know, but all of it allows him to sneak in and steal money. Yes. And then sneak 
back out of this place through the sewers. Through the sewers, that's correct. Before forcing John Cena's wife at gunpoint to fly a medical helicopter. So this is, okay, I know I said that the movie broke down earlier, but I think yeah. this is really where the plot <laughs> breaks down here. Yeah. Now, is part of the plan knowing that John Cena's girlfriend can fly helicopters? I think it is, yeah. I guess, they're, are they married at this point? Uh, yes, it is Okay, John Cena's wife. Uh, I don't know why I can't. Because well, he's getting revenge for his girlfriend yes. by oh, killing okay. John Cena's wife. Okay, Although, gotcha. I mean, I guess that's the plan. But they're at the they're on the roof of the hospital that she works at, right? Yes. That's how John Cena was able to figure out where they are, I right. think. Right. Um, why? It was never... A, there was no lines at any point that set up the fact that she can fly a helicopter. John, I don't know if you know this about flying helicopters. Yeah. It's fairly complicated. It's super complicated. Yeah, it's I do, not something I anybody do actually can know do. That. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we're uh, on the same page. You know here. who flies helicopters is Bill Burr. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I like one of that. that's like his hobbies. He oh, flies helicopters. Okay. Ta- he talks about it on his podcast and stuff and he's always talking about, yeah, he trained for years to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently he wasted his time because anybody can do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know though. Is she supposed to? We don't really know what she does, do we? No. So are we? We know she works at the hospital, and but that I guess flies the helicopter. I guess so, but again, that was not established at any point. <laughs> no. <laughs> but of course, this also involves him just shooting a bunch of people in the hospital too. That's true. Yeah, we'd, I just thought, we'd love to see a hospital shot up in a movie. Love it. So great. Love it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so he they, they're taking he's like and. I, John Cena then has to make this leap of, oh my God, I know where he's going. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, so he's uh, uh, so he, he he's leading her to this take this helicopter. Yes. And he's got a dripping bag of wet cash. He does. Yes. Which also uh, uh, which is like that is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, he, he he takes her up, and then of course John Cena shows up. Yes, and I was happy because they finally did the thing where I'm like, I hope something happens, and it did, and that is John Cena. Well, first we have to have Black FBI agent get shot because Aiden Gillen's leaning out of the helicopter as it's taking off right. and shooting down at them. Right, but he's fine. He just got wings, so he's like, "You go, you go get him." <laughs> <laughs> I know we had our differences, but I believe in you. But now. I'm going, please jump off of this helicopter pad on of the helicopter. Yeah, you gotta. And he does. He does. God damn. He does see the dive right into that helicopter. And he grabs onto the landing yes. strut. And yeah. then it turns into a fist fight in the back of this helicopter. Yes. And I do love his wife is just trying to why doesn't she immediately try to land? Great question. Because they're just they're just hovering above the hospital. Yep. She could just bring she it in. She could just land. But instead, she's just holding it there. And then mm-hmm. she just keeps going, go get him, baby. <laughs> and then it's like, how's it going back there? You're not saying anything. As these two are slugging it out in the back of the helicopter. Don't make me turn this thing around. Um, oh, before he does that, she mm-hmm. does uh, smack him in the balls with a fire extinguisher. She does do that. Which That's I true. did think, why not go for the head, though, and try to just clock him? That would make more sense. Although he does recover from what would be a very devastating injury pretty mm-hmm. quick there. Yeah. But he does say when that he says, you're going to be fun to kill. Uh, yeah. yeah, Maggie wrote down that line and then worst line, question mark. <laughs> well, I know the, um, he does get, because it's a medical helicopter, he gets a scalpel and stabs John Cena in the side with that. Yes, that's true. And then he says, knock out Danny. This time you won't get saved by the bell. 
And this is where uh, he this is where okay. he takes his thumb off of the detonator, right? Because he's le- he goes and he even says he goes. Remember that bomb vest from earlier? <laughs> Remember from round number seven? <laughs> I think it's he's left that in the helicopter, and now he's like, so we're all gonna die, you know, sort of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And John Cena's like, <laughs> hold on, do you trust me, honey? And this thing is counting down and counting down. Yep. As they angle the helicopter towards a rooftop pool and then leap John. out of the helicopter as it explodes behind them. So here's, they're really high up. And yeah. You would need an incredibly deep pool. Incredibly deep. They and would, they, they they would know, just hit the bottom of the pool. They know nothing about this pool. Nope. And he's just like, I got a crazy idea. It could just idea. be a hot tub yeah. for all they fucking know. But he's just like, I got a crazy idea. You know, you got to trust me, babe. Yeah. And so it blows up. We and this, see- is, this is the arc of their relationship. She's learned to trust again, and they've learned to love again. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's really beautiful. They blow up, and all the money is raining down. Mm-hmm. We see, we, there's a CGI shot of the fire consuming mm-hmm. Aiden Gillen. He's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And then the helicopter... Crashes to the ground, killing, you know, probably 50 oh, people. Oh, you did forget uh, his last line, though. Uh, you finally got me Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the joke's on me, then. <laughs> you finally got me Lucky Charms. <laughs> but you won't be getting me pot of gold! Uh, yeah, he blows up. Uh-huh. And, and they, they, they're in this pool. And then they get out of this pool. Now, he's in real bad shape. Sure. He's been, he's shot, been and shot by a sniper rifle. And then he just got, like, stabbed right in, right between the uh-huh. ribs with a scalpel. Yeah, yeah. So he's pouring blood. Yes, yes. And then there's just this couple who was sitting by the pool like, Oh, what? Whoa. <laughs> and and John Cena does this, like, helicopter blew up. Pfft, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And then she goes... We got to go back home, honey, or whatever. And he goes, oh, yeah. The last line of the movie is, oh, about the house. <laughs> 12 rounds. God. So, okay. It ends with, like, a little joke. A little button of a joke. Oh, and for whatever reason, uh, when the helicopter blows up and Aiden Gillen's dead now... Uh-huh. Uh, Steve Harris just throws away that little matchbox car. Like, he's like, well, now that that case is over, I don't need that anymore. Interesting. So the car has something to do... The car somehow represented Miles Jackson. Miles Jackson, yeah. I wonder if it's like, that was the car he got away. Hey, man, literally anything you'd come up with is valid because they don't say anything in the movie. Yeah, yeah. This is a terrible But but yeah, there's there's that button of a joke at the end. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, so he's making this joke after his partner dies... (laughs) After yeah. his house is blown up with his friend in it, <laughs> after he's been shot and stabbed, <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? Let's just end with a good goof. <laughs> yeah. Terrible movie. Yep. Boom-ging-ding. And then the most, like, butt rock, like, yeah. They can't quite afford Nickelback in this not movie, Not this one, no, no, yeah. no. This, isn't, yeah. this is not the condemned. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven's gates won't open up for me. Where <laughs> Playing the twelve rounds, ding a ding ding. Nickelback, it's not too late. You could record yeah. a twelve round song. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we Nickel- call up, we call well. upon Nickelback to record a twelve round song. Not eleven, not thirteen, but twelve rounds. Remotely like Die Hard three. <laughs> <laughs> From the producers of Speed and Die Hard 2. 
uh so uh yeah so th- that's the end of the movie yeah folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh that's yeah, a movie don't watch this don't watch it <laughs> don't watch it yeah uh so oh geez this one uh Ooh. Ooh. what's the best kill in this movie who cares <laughs> i think it might be that woman getting hit at the beginning i think so uh, uh and the best one-liner we know is apparently you're not part of the plan bitch <laughs> yeah yeah it's not gonna we're not gonna be talking about it at the end of 2023 yeah but you know that's that's probably the best there is in this film <laughs> uh yeah, oh but, man uh so that's the that's, that's, uh, that's 12, 12 rounds. rounds yeah and there's two sequels to this movie uh yeah so. th- well one one of which they just slapped 12 rounds I mean, on apparently they, they did do that yeah. yeah um well we didn't really care for this movie listman nope. but apparently somebody did oh wow so as you know, it's always my job to find the most. Uh, they're no longer. I, I'm going to change this. They're not the strangest, but maybe the most. Uh, the worst take. I'm going to start calling bef- this section the worst. Before you start, take. John, I'm going to make a prediction about yeah. this. Yeah. He's going to say, for all of you who are panning this movie, what were you expecting? Shakespeare. He doesn't quite get there. Okay. Okay. But I think because once again, I'm just assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes to us from. Uh, uh, IMDb user Eisen Teestow. Eisen Teestow, okay. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah. Uh, who describes Big this fan. film as the title of the review is The Perfect Action Thriller. I uh, <laughs> don't think that's true, but okay. This movie getting a 5.6 just proves that IMDb is full of too many internet trolls. Yeah. So in that vein, it's in that vein. It's in that vein, yeah. Because this movie is, in fact, the perfect action thriller. It's like halfway between Speed and Saw. Really interesting to draw the Saw comparison. Yeah, which is not an action movie. No, and I kind of get what they're saying, like death games and stuff, but that's a totally different thing. It's got everything you want out of an action movie: fights, (laughs) gunfights, high-speed chases, explosions, everything. He has listed everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's got other aspects of a thriller, too. Mm, I'll like, go on. Like mind games, suspense, darkness, <laughs> etc. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite part. It's also got a supervillain who is like an ultimate evil genius. And it's got a great story with good twists and a great climax. The writing, acting, directing. Cinematography and production are all top-notch. Mm-hmm. This was an incredibly engaging film that I'm so glad I found, and it shows that John Cena very well very well may be the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. I give it a 10 and highly recommend it for any action film lovers. 10 out of 10 stars. Okay. Now, that guy's out of his mind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we will agree that Cena is great. He is, but like we talked about, he's not the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's, he's just an original John Cena who's yes. great. He, he is his own uh, I do kind of get tired of people doing that in general. It's like, yeah. he's the new whatever. It's like, well, I mean, there are certainly you can compare some actors to some stuff. But Yeah, um, it's like when everybody says that I'm the new Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> like, I get it. You must I'm get great. so tired of yeah, hearing I'm that. Yeah, it's just man. so, ex- it's exhausting. <laughs> uh, well, uh, now Bruce, our friend Bruce didn't get to see this movie. What a shame. But he has seen some of Aidan Gillen's other work. Oh, okay, okay. And I think I read, oh, no. I think I read something of this before. Mm-hmm. But uh, f- 
Folks, let's check in with our friend Bruce Winning over at uh, Amazon.com for another installment of The Winning Opinion. This is, I think I read Bruce's review of The Wire Season 1. You did. did. I not? You did. So uh, let's go to The Wire Season 2. Mm. Uh, this is the, for those who don't, if you're a Wire fan, this is the season set on the docks of Baltimore. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, The Wire, of course, as everyone knows, is a gripping, very realistic, grounded view of urban I think crime. that's your perspective on it, John. <laughs> That's my perspective on it, at least. <laughs> Nobody else is. It's sure. a depiction of how uh, society and systemic failures damage uh, a city, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. Bruce maybe likes different things about it. Okay. Uh, his review is titled "I Just Watched the First Two Seasons and Will Watch the Others." I'm about to add season three to my watch list. I like the shooting and stabbing just enough to keep my interest. This is a crime drama with quite a bit of investigation. Five out of five stars. <laughs> I like the shooting and the stabbing. I mean, but like, once again, that's it's not an action show. There is shooting and stabbing, yeah. but in a very realistic way that is dealing with murder. Yeah. That's often devastating yeah. and awful and ugly. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of horrible deaths and characters you like dying according to Bruce. unceremoniously on that show. Because yeah. that's the world of that show. Yeah. No, Bruce is just like, yeah, they shot their guns. Yeah. <laughs> there's a particularly awful throat slitting in season two that is, once again, very realistic. Well, I'm sure and, Bruce loved and it. And Bruce is like, get him! <laughs> get him! Yeah. Bruce, uh, the systemic racism or issues of poverty, none of that. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I could, that's a well I can go back to though. We might re- hear some Bruce's opinions about other seasons I, of The Wire. I'm excited to see what he thinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David Simon, creator of The Wire, said the single worst thing you could ever say about The Wire is it's just a cop show. Yeah. So, and I think Bruce might think it's a was it's a detective show with a lot of investigating. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Kinda, I mean it's yeah. about the police, but it's not a cop show. You know. Like, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what do you say we come up with a better vehicle for John Cena? I think we should. Yeah, something. Let, let's say this is the last time he made a WWE movie. Mm-hmm. But let's not say the sequel. Let's just say this is the next John Cena film from WWE okay, Studios. Great. Had he made another one? Yes. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> God. Uh, this is just words put together, Lisman. Great. Uh, this movie is titled. I'm going to fire up the handy dandy action movie title generator, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. And this movie is called. Sword of the Prison. Sword, Sword of, of the, the prison. prison. Sword of the Prison. Sword of the Prison. Meet Detective John Sword. <laughs> That's the only way I can make it work. Right. Uh, Falsely accused. Okay. Right. So he of is a crime the, he didn't commit. Right. He is the sword. He's the sword of the prison. Yes. That is that is part of the plot here. Mm-hmm. So that that right. So he is falsely accused. Yes. Uh, but what's what's what is his uh, so so he's trying to prove his innocence while being in jail? He's trying to prove his innocence. I think it's a twofold. Okay. He's trying to prove his innocence with his partner on the outside. Okay, great. while also trying to survive all the people trying to kill him in right, prison. Right, because maybe sense. there's been a hit put out on him in the prison. Yeah, so that the real bad guys he can never prove his innocence because he'll be dead on, exactly. in the inside. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his only choice is to seek the help of the man he put inside prison Ooh. gang boss eric roberts gang boss <laughs> eric roberts whose last name is shield 
That's right. Sword and shield. Sword and shield of the prison. <laughs> Up against corrupt warden Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we understand. Yeah, I never get out of my prison. And you know what? Trejo might make an appearance. Trejo will make think, an appearance. I think 100%. he might. He'll be in exactly three seconds of this film. <laughs> He'll just be one of the guys who tries to kill him in prison. Yes, And exactly. John Cena kills him instantly. Who's his partner on the outside, though? Ooh, okay, okay, okay. This is WWE. We yeah. cannot for, we cannot forget okay. who's okay. making this movie. Ronda Rousey. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Got in one. As I, th- I wanted to be a woman on the outside. I yes. think it's Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. She's his partner on the outside who's yes. who's trying who's running around, and there's a lot of scenes where they're doing their investigation mm-hmm. in the prison. Yes, yes. So it's a twofold. Yeah. Uh, that sounds better than either of the WWE movies he was in, actually. It, it does. It does. Yeah. It's weird. I would watch this. This segment that was meant to be like, we come up with dumb movies, oftentimes comes up with better movies. Sometimes <laughs> they're awful. A, I mean, let's on, be honest. Sometimes, sometimes we make some weird ass shit. But sometimes it's like, oh, like that one where I'm going like, that <laughs> stupid title sounds like kind of a real movie. It does. Yeah. Ah, uh, All right. Well, we say, we, uh, we say goodbye to the WWE. So long, this. farewell. It's been fun, but yeah. uh, it's time for us to move on to something that is guaranteed to be a lot of quality, mm. and that is video game adaptations. Yeesh. That's right. Next month on the show, we're doing a month called Video Game Valentine's. I am already... We love the video games. I do love video games, John. And they I make do. so many they they make so many good movies based on them, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> so many. Uh we're kicking things up. This will also be a month of guests. We mm. didn't have any guests for WWE, but we will have guests. We will inflict this next month upon four separate people. And then yes, next week is a man who just keeps asking for more pain on this show. <laughs> Our good pal Alex Schaefer will be coming on. I hope it's better. I hope it's better than a to discuss the nineteen ninety four adaptation of the video game Double Dragon. Yeah, which I think is of all the video game franchises, maybe sets itself up to be an action movie better than anything else. Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I, and this is also welcoming. I'm excited for the first time on the main feed, at least. We've done a commentary for a movie with him. The great Mark Dacascos. Oh, yeah. yeah. The uh, legendary martial artist Mark Dacascos. Yeah. And party of five-star Scott Wolf. Okay. <laughs> they are the two dragons, I guess. They are the two dragons, indeed. Jimmy Lee and Billy Lee. Mm, yeah. And returning to the show, bad guy, uh, legendary bad guy, Robert Patrick. And listen, since we're doing this in person, I can show you what Robert Patrick <gasps> looks like in Double Dragon. Oh, yes. Because it's a choice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's I'm, not what you I, expect. I'm getting some Gary Oldman vibes. Get Gary Oldman vibes. Get some Vanilla Ice vanilla vibes. I, <laughs> I want you to imagine Robert Patrick if he was infused with both Gary Oldman and Vanilla Ice. Yeah. That's it what we're looking wild. at It is wild. It's a very 1994. You've also got a short-haired uh, uh, platinum blonde Alyssa Milano. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be a wild, a wild ride. ride yeah. I have seen this movie, but it's been a while. And listen, I will ask, uh, do you would you like to hear the tagline for Double Dragon? I suppose so, yeah. Feel the power. Live the legend. It's the ultimate kick. No. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Uh, and then there's a second tagline okay. under it. Right, yeah. Evil has just met its match. Oh, that's generic. Yeah. 
Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're in for it, man. But we're, it should be a good time next week on the show. So tune in for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Uh Until next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. Action Show